Hello, Alpha. What do we talk about today? We are going to speak about the pro-innovation bias. Do you know what, do you know what is it? For sure. The cognitive bias is a distortion during the cognitive treatment of the information, right? Perhaps uh, we can develop just a little bit more. You already say pro-innovation bias is the fact of a distortion. That is to say, a control of rational thinking. Um, but can you explain to our listeners what are the benefits or the danger about this tendency of following these cognitive biases and how optimism is developing? Okay, I'm going to explain each things one by one. But you will help me. When somebody has a good reason to be optimistic about a project, a thing, an, innov in, an invention, or an innovation, and he starts close his eyes on bad things, stop listening advice of external, of external people here, and just here we can talk about pro-innovation bias, pro-innovation bias. That's interesting, but is it a good thing? It's a good thing, no? What do you want to say when you say good? Because when you rush head down, you rush in the wall. You shut down the proposition. When you shut down the proposition of cheers, you avoid the pro progression. So the, ch the chance of receipt are decreasing. And a good idea can become a commercial failure. Yes, yes, but I want to clarify what are you saying. I can be good things because when you hurt too much people, even if they have knowledge, and experience you disguise your ID and it can change as a background on the true substance of your ID. So an excellent invention can become just a trivial ID. Yes, maybe. I think we can say that the cognitive bias is not a good or a bad thing. But if you don't know their existence, they can influence your vision of the world and your decision making. We have good example uh, with optimism about a nuclear energies in uh, the 50s. Uh, scientific believe the power source of everything would come from nuclear fusion. Today, we realized that this limit is impossible because the danger of nuclear energy is real and people know that. All that, all that to say, without um, an in-depth examination of all the danger and the future implementation, we can't have a, a good idea of an idea. Yeah, yes. We have the same situation with uh, both of General Motors, right? Uh, Roger Smith, who say in 1986, by the turn of the century, we live in a paperless society. That is typically pro-innovation bias behavior. Exactly, you're right. And what kind of danger can we face? What are the real stakes behind this providence? Can we predict the future regulation? Imagine that a people like you or like me want to embark on the commerce of cheese in other countries. You know that it's not very allowed, but you, but not prohibited. You know the consequence, and you don't predict the danger. 
that is a type of pro-innovation bias. So we can say the stacks of this pass is to analyze danger to predict an eventual failure during the commercialization or the release of a product. Maybe that can be work, but it's like a sword of Damocles. Yes, you're right. But there are several other factors who can play on, on this, like the unfairness of the environmental impact and the carbon footprint. Do we have means to beat these biases? Uh, patent decision-making is susceptible to the same cognitive bias that infect thinking in other areas of our life. Nevertheless, motivated IP leaders can draw from a palette of best practice, best practice uh, to counteract the ill effect of such bias. In so doing, they can help foster patent decisions that are well-founded and consonant with corporate priorities. I can imagine that is a really complicated concept, so let's make an application. Kaspar, you will make the inventor, and I will be the voice of the wisdom. Okay, it's fine for me, but what can I make up? I don't know. What do you want? What you want, but I think that your potential to create an idea in five seconds. Ah, thanks for the compliment, and thanks to these compliments. I have an idea, and it will be change the face of the world. Okay, I'm all ears. I will create an app which says compliment to you, but not only king kind of things. Some real compliments were related to you for that. App needs to inf I need some information and mostly your social network information to really know who you are and what's your weakness, mentally weakness. And to make really work, it uh, the user should not be aware of this part the app. Oh, it's really awkward because it's some kind of spying. I don't know if you really see the danger of this practice. I uh, What danger everybody spied in the world? Your information is used by multinationals or, or you don't know their intention. And also they trade your information for another one or, 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 for, or for money and it's awkward no, it's the world we live in. If you let me finish my argument, I think that you would understand that you can treat people like that. No matter your intention is not ethical. Even more, if you want to, to do good, it's impossible to do good by lying and hi hiding some key information. And at the end, when you will be discovered, because you will be discovered, you can have some serious problems because it's not legal to hide this part of the app. I don't want to hear anything. I'm totally blinded by the cognitive bias and I don't want to open my eyes. I'm genius, you're an idiot, don't talk to me. Bravo, bravo. You're really a good actor. Why you here and not at Hollywood? The job is made for you. No more job. Okay. 
Uh, here we can see clearly a behavior altered, altered by a bad perception of reality and that leads to the cognitive bias that we talk about. It's beautiful. Well, a big thank to you, Alpha, for responding to my invitation on this podcast. Well, it's my pleasure. I hope, I hope this will have been instructive. See you soon. A big thank for you for listening to this show, and we hope you to meet again next time for a new podcast. It was Gaspar for Encouragement.